Hello and welcome to this week's Sports Girls podcast. And before I start, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Medell Healthcare. So lots to talk about. Our guest this week is New York Vice Captain Paula Clark. I caught up with her before they began their All-Ireland Junior Football campaign. We have reaction from the two senior championship games that were held in Longford on Sunday. So we look back on the weekend's games, starting with the TG Carr All-Ireland Senior Football Championship Round 2. In Group A, Cavan 2-9, Mayo 16 points. A fantastic game of football. Cavan very unlucky to lose that game. Mio are through to the All-Ireland quarterfinals. And after the game, I caught up with Mio's Fiona McHale and Cavan manager Jerry Moan. A hard fought win for you today. Yeah. yeah, it was. like You know, the first half you went in six six points up, I think. But obviously they, they had the advantage of the wind in the second half. And things were going well for us. But those two goals that they got, we were very much on the back foot. Um, it was just nip and tuck for... The last or the last few minutes and for a play to Tara Needham she came up with that vital score at the end just to give us that win at the end of the day the win was all we wanted you know we're, we're surely through to the quarterfinal now win's a win we've plenty to work on we obviously have a shot at Dublin now next week then to work on things for the quarterfinal but geez it was a great game against Cavan it was it was very hard fought and you know we learned a lot from it exactly these are the games as you said you're going to learn something from eight points up but as you said those two doubles and you always know the Cavan were going to get a bit of a problem they were, of course, absolutely, and they did that. And you know, goals win games, and we were just lucky that we'd had that little bit of a cushion at half time that we had that to, we, we had that little bit of a platform. Uh, we lost three of our full back line as well, so the resilience shown by our defenders today is probably something that may be overlooked. Lost two of our two of our girls in full back line in the first five minutes. And then the girl that came on, Ian McMahon, had to go off at halftime. So, you know, there was a lot of there was a lot of moving around and switching. And, you know, it just shows, you know, the quality that's in our hand that we were able to hold, hold on to it there. Yeah, because you could have very easily lost your shape, as you said, because you had to juggle things around. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, but, you know, we really value a whole squad. And when the girls came in, they had a job to do. They knew what they had to do. We played plenty of football now all, all this year that everyone knew what their role was. And, that's what we're really trying to push and train and push throughout the year is everyone knows their role. Should be able to slot in seamlessly and that's what we want and that's what the girls did. Maybe for five five minutes when, when the switches initially happened there was there was a there was a lot of messiness there. But uh, look, we're we'll be relatively happy to have the win, but at the same time we won't be happy with those two goals. And we have so much to work on now this week. But it's you're in a good place that you're in a quarter final, you've another game to work on all of that. Maybe the experience in some ways you didn't panic when Calvin levels the game. It's a lot that we worked on there, um, in you know, just holding our shape, not reverting away from the plan. Probably what really us in the end. And obviously Tara take you know, having the bravery because yeah. you have to have those brave players at the end that are, that are willing to take on those shots. One thing I noticed about your play is you start a lot of your football, the half back line, and then build up from there. Um, yeah, and look, when we played Galway in the kind of final, that was something that didn't work very well for us. Our two turnovers from those came from our transition, so again, we'll be happy with some aspects, but they're not without maybe a little bit of complacency. Because I don't think at the same time going in against Dublin, you're never, you're never ever going to be complacent. Obviously, where we are at. I don't know if we really know where we're at till we play them and see how things go. A man of your experience, probably not in two moral victories, but 
your girls gave it all today. Now we were asking, we've been building this limit the last number of weeks, and it's a real good to get on this and this group of players. And we've, we've lost a few players, and you know, unavailability of actually sharing with her with her job. And I, that, that, that's not actually his fault. I think that's her, that's her job and that's her contract. And um, you know, players injured a few crucial last year and a few injuries, but this is a great, there's great resilience in this group. To get Giannis in the group, and you've seen it out there. The anybody walking in, especially, uh, might be difficult for me, but people in the stand, great to Giannis as a team. You know, you, you lose your number six, your, your inspirational cap. You've seen it who played a, who played a Kobe, a dual player played stepped in the side to number six. But that's what the team is about, and our reinforcers coming in, making a difference. Everybody can step in the position and know, know the job they have to do, and they stuck to their tasks and their jobs, and they got better and better as the game went on. Six points down at half time, eight points down a couple of minutes into the second half. But your girls didn't panic. You kind of gave them a shot in the arm nearly. But the, the, we, we, we talked a lot about this. This is, we know how good they are. It's just haven't we just haven't been getting that performance out of them. And it's, I think it's the lack of belief for, for a long time. And even when I come in here, it's just it's trying to build up that self confidence and confidence as a team and believing in, 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 in themselves as individuals. I know Calvin wouldn't be in where to come as a smaller county, but in terms of ladies' football, they are a good bit behind. So I think it's that mentality, isn't it, really? Of course, it's that mentality. And we're trying to change that mentality because they're as good as any team. And it's proved out there today. But probably, you know, it's because. There's, there's girls interested in this county but the girls put the jersey on today I am proud of the effort proud of what they brought to the game today and they never say their attitude the first minute till the, till the last minute and they shoot that the spades load today I'll mention another sport in soccer and you normally have these two crucial players up front that just join together and cause havoc and you have that today Ashley Gilson and um, Ali Cattle yeah and that's, and that's a new part we, we tweaked that during the week you know Ali didn't play last year she came on and it's, Ali, Ali's a good ball winner and, and she's a score getter and she plays midfield for her club in Killigarry with um, my brother in she's her first year in a county level a senior level but you just seen the quality she has and she's you have to finish the game yeah. and, 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 and Gilly as well as a finisher Ashley is just like some of her play today yes and you know Ashley's away and disappointed because you know Ashley's very hard on herself because she missed a few opportunities as well and she'll look at them by more and, and, and the good on the scores you got but she makes the, she makes the football look easy and uh, a great great person behind it all and, um, and there's more in her yeah. I can guarantee you there's a lot more in her you mentioned about players going away and everything and obviously the injuries because anyone that has followed Catholic ladies in a while can, can see there's an awful lot of changes to that team well, there's a lot of gears, you know, there's a lot of gears retired in recent years. I knew when uh, O'Callaghan, Nahan, like you've actually been doing Rice McGuire, Tom Moore, Catherine Dolan, you know, you've actually been away in Stadia, you have players injured, Sheila Riley injured, uh, if Keir um, Finnegan cruciate, you know, Rice and Rice, you know, Keith cruciate last year, lost two, 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 two different games last year. Some players, you know, very hard to replace them with senior experienced players, but you know, the gears come in and Young players like like Ashley Walls, Ashley Walls, who's done last day, I've run herself into a stand yeah. and Ali Cahill as well. So, them young girls come in, you know, Aaron Younger, who's a Romeo Ford, who's in studying yeah. cornerback because you know, we lost Emma Halton again, Donny Gall and Clonus, you know, uh, Rachel was married on Friday, so we've lost. With three or six defenders played in the championship injured so they, you know, it just shows you the, the qualities in the yeah. squad girls want to be there for the right reasons and, and they're pushing each other on every day training. you've got Tipperary next week and it's hard to know you know a defeat like this is it tougher to take nearly than getting well beaten <laughs> the girls got it yeah. they got, yeah. the girls really yeah. now got it this yeah. tears today because they knew they could have got something out of the game and there was a few opportunities but we didn't get them it was a free we didn't get them they're afraid of Hannah but then didn't bring it back and we got away there was a few other opportunities as well. Yeah, they got it, but they know they have to recover well, get back on a Tuesday night and, and look forward and bring that performance. I was going to say that, and bring that performance into the temporary game because, you know, we're talking about every game is crucial, but that is a big one for you. Of course.
courses about gaming, big gaming pro teams, and think for our, our development and this this group of players' development, they're good enough to play at this level, but you need to go and get the win on the next Saturday. And you said about playing, and that's what I've enjoyed actually doing was watching Calvin play. You know, you played some lovely football out there. But we have good quality footballers, and we do. We yes, we have to defend. We have to defend well. And, I didn't jinx it today, but I, my, my plan, I was hoping if you can get a clean sheet in games. And uh, so I was disappointed. I was disappointed. The first two goals against Dublin in the first half last week out was disappointing because... Well, probably knocks your confidence a bit. Well, you know, we're trying to keep a tail at the back, and that's what we need to do today, keep a tail at the back. And if you don't, don't receive goals, you give yourself a chance. And they had to kick 16 points ago in a game. And, that, and they needed a player at the end to step up and get the winner. They did a super point, and you have to yeah. hand it to them. And, and uh, they're prepared to go and kick that. And they had the, the different players in the AOT was afraid to yeah, shoot. But yeah. you have to hand it to a player who takes all the responsibility, kicks it, and they move with the bar. And that, that's a testament to them, a testament to the player to kick the point. Well, please go to Cav and can build on this then, Jerry. Well, of course, of course, I want to build on it. There's no reason why not. There was an extremely strong wind yesterday in Glenham Brothers Pierce Park. So apologies if you hear a muffling in those interviews. Also in Group A, Tipperary 6 points, Dublin 111. Nicole Owens got the goal there for the dubs and they're through to the quarterfinals. In Group B, Armagh 9 points, me the 9 points. And Orla Lally's point earned me the draw. The All-Ireland champions are through to the quarterfinals. After that game, I chatted to Mead Stacey Grimes and Armagh's Amy Mackin. Stacey? made work for that draw or left popping up here at the end to get the equalising point. Yeah, look, we knew uh, coming down here that we were going to be up against Armagh. Fantastic side. Nora got the, got the point at the end to, to make it a draw, but Armagh really put it up to us, so uh, we're, we're just lucky that we got the draw in the end. And I suppose as well, as all Ireland champions, teams will always raise their games. Yeah, of course, look, that's where you want to be. You want to be competing at the best, and you know, we know any team that we face this year, they're going to bring their A game. So, but look, that's a challenge that we look forward to doing. We look forward to facing so. The thing about it is the draw is each through to the board finals now. We just want to come out here and express ourselves and try and do the best we can. As I said, we knew what we were going to be up against. Our man had fantastic force, fantastic facts. They're a great outfit, so we knew that we had to really do well today to get over the line. It was a real cagey affair. It was a real challenge between the two big heavy hitters. Yeah, of course. Any any time you face it on our mass side, uh, they're going to be they're going to bring really real heavy hit, great some great scores, um, and you know we're just going to have to really knuckle down and get the dirty ball and really grind out the draw in the end. The thing about it is as well, um, a few times they got through. Your defense stood up. You know, there was a scramble in the first half, and Monica in the second half with a save. Yeah, look, everybody's going to be called upon at any stage of the game, and that's what they're there for. The backs stood up today. They blocked balls off the line. Monica saved a few goals there. So that's what it's all about. It's all about putting your body on the line. And each girl is vitally important from 1 to 38 and the management team. So it's really about getting over the line there. This was a game where, you know, you couldn't really play your free-flowing football because Armagh were quite similar to yourselves. So we saw a different mead. Yeah, look, uh, every opposition is what you're going to have. You're going to have to tweak each opposition that you play. But our man have great defenders, great great unit. Uh, so we had to tweak the way we play, try to get the ball in maybe a bit earlier. Then, well, look, it's all about the challenges. Things might go your way at the start, but uh, you just have to kind of break it down. They had two frees at the end, decided to run with the ball and play with the ball. But your defence then really showed what they're made of. Yeah, look, it's all about defending the numbers, support one another. Uh, the draw at the end of the day was it could have proved to be vital in the, in the end, but uh, no, look, it's all about working together. And the thing about it is, you would rather have taken the draw there instead of pushing on yourselves for a win. 
Yeah, look, you know, you always want to win any game you want to play, you always want to win it. But look, I suppose at the last few seconds of the game, you know, you have to be tactical about it, you have to see what way you're going to do it. And I suppose the draw was the probably better option because the future would have went by the time we got the ball back. Now, it's a free week for yourselves, you know, you've, you've lots to work on, I suppose. Oh, there's always, always, things to, always things to work on, you know, obviously our ball retention is something. Uh, we're going to have probably a tough week of running and stuff like that. So, uh, it's always you always have things to work on. Uh, you're, they might probably to tweak on that. So, you've always things to work on after every game. There's no game going to be perfect. But, no, we look forward to the next challenge and we'll look down again. Yeah, a lot of defence done a very good job on what we would say would be a very lively knee forward line. Are there other things that you can work on? or? Ah, yeah, look, you always have to have a few, things, a few other ideas up your sleeve. But, look, we'll go back down to training and we'll, we'll knuckle down on a few other things. Amy, it was a tough game. It was basically a case of two heavyweights colliding and it panned out the way I think everyone was expecting it. Very cagey. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's how it went. Um, look, we'll take the negatives out of the game and we'll try and improve them. But listen, it was a good battle against a top-class team and we knew coming into the game that they wouldn't give us an inch and they'd done exactly that. And I suppose the draw maybe was deserved in the end. Um, but we'd be disappointed with the scores we missed. Um, but listen, you just have to look at them and take it and improve. And the balance of play, I suppose you're going to be more disappointed than me because, as you said about scores, and I thought sometimes your shot selection was poor. We can't really say too much now because we don't. We need to look back on it. Um, we know when the game. I know myself we missed a few in the second half, but you're human. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, I think they they'll be disappointed with some of their misses as well. But sure, look, that's the way it is, and we move on to Monaghan now next week. The first half was the Amy Mackin show. Oh Jesus, I don't know about that. Um, I think maybe. I don't know whoever came up with that, um, but no, definitely wasn't. It was a tough, tough first half. Um, we were probably disappointed not to get a few more scores with the breeze. Um, the breeze was strong enough, and we noticed it in the second half. It was tough to run against, and then obviously tough to break them down. But yeah, probably looking back in the first half, we probably should have got a bit more. I think I had a goal opportunity as well. So Yeah, and they kind of scrambled back, and it was a case of the goalkeeper and the defender yeah. were both able to scramble back. We thought maybe the ball was picked up at the ground. Uh, I'm not too sure. It happened that fast. I don't really know what happened. Um, but yeah, look, we'll look back at it and see. I probably should have put it in the net anyway, uh, regardless. But um, listen, we just have to move on and take the draw. Well, you obviously will get the headlines because, you you know, you're scoring. Your defence did a fantastic job tonight. Yeah, and I think it sums it up. Lauren McConville got player of the match. I think, you know, you can't be a good team without a good defence. And I don't know. It's maybe journalists or media put the light on the forwards, but I think full defenders um, do all the dirty work. Well, I always there. look at goalkeepers because yeah. goalkeepers get nothing. Yeah, they're the most important people, and without them, um, if you're scoring and you have no defence, then it, you're never going to win a match. So our system works on what we have in our defence, and we're lucky what we have brilliant players in there. Um, but the work rate, we're happy with the work rate today, but we'll look uh, to improve for the next day. In all fairness, as you said, you know, there's lots to work on. But holding the All-Ireland champions who have free-flowing footballers, who have forwards, you know, that can score from, from every angle, holding them to nine points is a great achievement. Um, yeah, it's a great achievement for today, but listen, it doesn't give you any silverware. Um, so, they're finished up in the group, so we have another group game on. We'll not look no further than Monaghan next week, and that's our full priority. Yeah, that's the case, because you have to avoid defeat in that if you want to make the quarterfinals. Yeah, exactly. And listen, Monaghan are a tough team. They're, they're our local rivals, so we don't get better, any bigger than that. So, listen, we'll be going, and they'll be waiting on us, so... And, you know, these Ulster games, on any given day, if one team turns up, you know, you could get a real classic. No, yeah, exactly. We're lucky in Ulster that um, the teams we're playing, they're, they're so competitive. And 
it's such a tough brand of football. You know, it's physical, it's intense, and we'll be expecting the same next Saturday. I know you you got a draw on, you got a great draw up against the All Ireland champions, but is the case of you might be a little bit disappointed that you didn't get the win? Yeah, I suppose we'll be disappointed. Me probably said the exact same. So obviously, you look, you go into every game, and no matter who it is, you're looking to win a match and. Listen, a draw is what we got, so we'll take it and move on. Group C, Galway won 18, Westmeath 4 points. Galway through to the last eight and a tough start to the championship for Westmeath. Group D, it ended Cork 2-12, Donegal won 10, Cork making a winning start to the championship and 1-5 from Duran O'Sullivan there for the Rebels. In the junior championship, Antrim 7-19, New York 8 points. Last year's All-Ireland beaten finalists Antrim through to the semi-finals. New York definitely found the going tough in that one. Well, before New York started their championship, I caught up with Cavan's Paula Clark, who plays for the Exile. Paula, it must be a wonderful opportunity for you to actually play in the All-Ireland series with New York. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like, I think the last time they were over could have been 2013-2014. To actually come back this year on the 30th anniversary of Ladies Gaelic Football in New York, it's a great opportunity. With COVID, we haven't been able to travel, so this is a big year for us. For yourself, how did it all start when people move away to England, Australia, New York? It's always Gaelic football that they get into. So how did you get into the the scene over there? I actually, in my first week with the company that I work for, I was just chatting to a guy in the office and he said, you know, oh, do you play Gaelic football? And I said, yeah, I do. Like, I'm actually interested in taking part over here. So he took my number and he gave it to Rosie O'Reilly and I got a call from her the next day and she said, come up to training and we'll see how we get on. And I went up to Van Cortland Park and I trained with the girls and talked to Rosie and she knew my family from back in cabin. It was a funny way to be introduced, <laughs> but it, I've made great friends. Laura Burke, both of us know Laura. Laura's from Longford. And when she went over to New York, that's what she done. She played football and yourself and herself played for Manhattan Gales. So during 2020, um, there wasn't an official uh, championship in New York, so they created a fall league. Um, my club, Cabin, didn't actually enter a team, so I was allowed to play for a different club, and that was Manhattan Gales. So yeah, me and Laura played together, and we had a great year. We won the fall league, so that was a great time. Normally, when people go over to New York, they might not get a chance to play for their county. Was it something special for you to play for the Cabin team over there? Oh, definitely. I feel like, you know, there's definitely a connection there. In, um, people that I meet that are, like, from Cavan, you know, they're, they're always interested to, to hear about the team over in New York. So it's always a good way to kind of connect back to my roots. It is a big thing now, Gaelic football over there. Obviously, we know a lot about the men's team being competing in the Connacht Championship for so long. And then, obviously, this year they were allowed to enter the Talchin Cup but ladies football is getting big over there and a friend of mine actually was telling me that there's actually Gaelic for mothers and others there too. Yeah, and even the Gaelic for girls has become so big in New York. It's, it's just incredible to see that the amount of dedication that all the volunteers and parents put into to bringing their kids that are, you know, they're American-born kids, bringing them to different uh, sports, including Gaelic football, camogie, hurling, handball even. It's so good to see. Where are you based in New York? I'm actually based in Brooklyn, so my commute to training could be anything between I'm an hour and fifteen yes. minutes. Hour and fifteen minutes to an hour and a half. So it's definitely I'm definitely kind of you know, I'm dedicated to it enough that I'll do it however many times a week that I have to, but 
yeah, it's a bit, a bit of a trek, I'm not going to lie. Is that where all the Gaelic teams would train? Is it in that particular area in Van Cortland Park? Van Cortland Park is just a big open green area, so there is actually no goalposts there. So a lot of the time when we train, we don't actually have goalposts, so we make our own kind of thing. But um, yeah, it can be difficult sometimes to get a bit of shooting practice in, but a lot of the teams will train in Van Cortland Park without goalposts and then just try and get some some shooting practice in when we can get Gaelic Park or Paddy's Field or even Frank Golden Park in Queens. There's some new Gaelic pitches coming coming up, so it's then um, it's really good to see and it's a great opportunity for us to actually get you know some proper kicking training in. It's an amazing to think now that there's actually going to be Gaelic pitches, not just Gaelic Park, that there's going to be other pitches there in New York. It's great to see the funding that's going into places like Frank Golden Park. They actually have two pitches there now, two grass pitches. It's it's great that we can actually play on proper proper grass fields. Um, Rockland is another great centre for, for Gaelic games. So yeah, it's, it's amazing to see how, how we're progressing in New York. Yeah, actually, Rockland, my friends, uncles, the Rowleys would be involved there. Of many Irish girls, is there on the team? I suppose there's probably a good few that obviously have played Gaelic football, but are there many native New York players there? Yeah, I would actually say that the team is probably... 40 with New York like American born mm. players and they're you know you would never know that you know they, they grow up with Gaelic football their parents are Irish or there's an Irish connection there somewhere and the ability that they have is just incredible when I first moved over I couldn't believe the talent that there was in New York and it's just it's an amazing thing that we can now go home and finally show that talent the girls, you know, they get different skills from the other sports that they play, be it basketball, lacrosse, whatever, um, and they can transfer that over then to Gaelic football and vice versa as well. So um, I'm just really excited for them to be able to show the people back home that they can they can really play. And the thing about it is you're coming over to play in Ireland. It's not a case that, you know, a team is going over to you. Those players are getting a chance. Maybe some of them might never have been to Ireland before. Yeah. Um, and I know a couple of um, people have, you know, extended relatives or whatever mm. coming to watch them play for the first time ever. So it, this is going to be a really fun, fun week for us. Unfortunately, Calvin are playing as well on Sunday. But is there a, a good crowd from around the Killingcare area going up to see you play? Fingers crossed. I know my dad is kind of torn between the two. But um, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that they'll, they'll have the portable radio with them that they can keep track of the game while watching me, hopefully. You're an unknown quantity. No one knows much about New York. You're in a group with, obviously, Antrim and Limerick, you know, two good teams. Antrim themselves will be looking to be in Crow Park at the beginning of, of August. You're an unknown quantity. Are you hoping that you can surprise a few people? Oh, 100%. Um, the talent that we have on the team is incredible. So be able to go and test ourselves now against these teams like Antrim who have been in Ireland finals before and Limerick who are way up there up there too you know and being able to test ourselves against them is going to be a good challenge for us but we have we've trained hard you know we've put in the work so hopefully everything works out in our favour. How many evenings now a week would you train? We'll do at least two training sessions and then a game situation whether it be against like an in-house game or maybe against a Vela team. Um, yeah, so about three evenings a week at least. 
yeah, like you're putting in the effort, you know, when you're telling me about no goalposts. Remember when we were youngsters and we, we'd play somewhere and it'd be jumpers for goalposts. So is that the case? Uh, we're lucky enough now that we get Gaelic Park uh, quite often mm. to train. They will give us kind of a bit of priority over other teams. But for club teams, you know, you could be doing yeah. a jumper situation. Um, but I'm sure people will tell you that you don't need to be you don't need to be um, practicing your shooting every single training session. So we don't need goalposts every training. New York now, obviously, as I said, there's the men's side there. Would they work well together with um, the ladies football over there? They're starting to. Mm. It's been a lot better in the last two years, I would say. Um, we're getting a lot more slots in Gaelic Park. It's very difficult to, you know, to get your mm. slot in Gaelic Park, especially because Manhattan College also train there and play their games. So other sports throughout the year could could be taking up those um, those slots of time. But um, definitely in the last couple of years, we've been playing more games there. So hopefully that continues in the future. It's probably like the situation over here that it took so long for a lot of ladies teams to get a chance to play on their their county grounds and that has changed now so it's kind of just starting for yourselves over there now in New York. Yeah exactly you know I actually read a story there today where the Terry's ladies team aren't um, getting access mm. to their centre of excellence and it's it's still going on everywhere mm. um, but hopefully you know if we do well in this in the championship this year maybe not next year but the year after we can send another team home to, to play and we can keep showing how good we are and show them if we put in the work and if they allow us to, to get access to these facilities that good things can happen Is it every two years? Because um, I'm just thinking you know, wouldn't it be great now to go over to New York to cover a game? Yeah it would be amazing if we could kind of set up something We see the thing is it is just such an expense mm to send the team back um, we have to do our own fundraising you know request for sponsorship and everything if we could set up something or have the you know the influx of money that the men's team would have to be able to send a team over on a regular basis and compete it would just make Gaelic Games in New York much more competitive it would bring on the girls playing football over here and just be such an incentive to people to keep up Gaelic games if they know, okay, every two years we're going to send a team home and I can challenge and I can be part of this team. So hopefully we can do well now and that can be a stepping stone for girls in the future. It's all about getting it out there, isn't it? It's really about broadcasting, about letting people know that there is a New York team playing in the All-Ireland series. And I really hope that you do get the publicity that you do deserve. Yeah, exactly. Um, we actually had a great um, event recently where we were promoting the 30 years of ladies Gaelic football and hersport.ie came over and they were helping us promote it and they're actually one of our sponsors this year so we're, we're really grateful to them and it's just as you said getting it out there women's sport in general has been getting so much more coverage recent, in recent years and it's paying dividends you know the the attendance at games is up TG Carr every year getting mm-hmm. more and more attendance at the games and their viewership is up I really hope that people will watch and they will see that we're actually really good players we can play the game well and they enjoy the game as well because we enjoy playing them so we hope people enjoy watching them as you said that about women's sports and you look at your soccer team in america and how much publicity and coverage now that they're getting because soccer is it's huge over there now yeah and even for a lot of the players on our team and um, soccer might be their first sport mm. and Gaelic games 
like be second and um, because there's so much more opportunity for them when it comes to playing soccer you know you can get your college scholarships yeah. there's the potential to turn pro the opportunity in in america is just insane for for women and like women's sports in general mm-hmm. so and um, hopefully in, in the next couple of years, we can see that flowing through into Gaelic games as well. So has Paula Clark tried out any of the American sports or are you a typical Irish girl? Just love your Gaelic games. I love my Gaelic games, but I, I'd be lying if I didn't say that I play soccer in the in the off season. Oh, we've I joined just that. Yeah, I joined the co-ed league and I, I play for that. But um, I gave lacrosse a little go at training. One of the girls brought her lacrosse sticks and he threw the ball about and I'm not sure if it was my sport so I might stick to the yeah. bigger ball. Yeah and even the look at baseball and I remember a couple of years ago they had Jackie Tyrrell you know from Kilkenny and the boys couldn't believe that for yeah. so long the no helmets that he caught the ball in because when you think of it you know we think nothing of these lads catching a slither or the girls Camogie catching the slither and for them they're probably you know they have to be all padded up and everything over there for baseball. Mm-hmm. They, de- I, they definitely get a shock when I ever, whenever I show people, you know, video clips of people playing hurling or Gaelic football. Even they think, oh, like where's the pads or where's the protection? And we're like, no, no, no. We just <laughs> we just go out and we play. We're hardy. Are you captain of the? I'm the vice captain vice this captain. year. So is yeah. there that little bit more pressure, or do you enjoy doing this? I I definitely don't feel any pressure. I think vice captain is just somebody there to or captain in general, is somebody there to encourage girls. And, you know, when the chips are down, they're the people who will stand up and pull the team with them. And that's a role that I'm very happy to do. I don't feel any pressure doing it. So I'm thankful that people trusted me enough to, to give me that role. So I'm just grateful. Well, I'm hoping that New York ladies footballers catch the eye and that in a couple of years' time, instead of obviously yourselves coming over to Ireland, that some counties will get a chance to go over and sample football in New York and get a chance to play in Gaelic Park. Yeah, it would be great if we could have the same system at the mm. Mercury, you know, have at least one game in New York and to be able to show people who maybe can't travel home, you know, that games are alive and well in New York and we can really challenge. So we're hoping that this is the start of something special. Exactly. Paula, listen, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck. Please, God, you know, well, you never know you could be back again. We don't know how the exactly. championship's going to go yet. So Hopefully listen, you'll be back at the semi-final. That's it. And New York play their second game of the championship. That's tomorrow night, Wednesday, in Limerick. And throw-in at the LIT Gaelic Rounds is half seven. Looking ahead to next weekend's games and some big fixtures in all grades. On Saturday, in the TG Carr Senior Football Championship in Round 3, Group A, Cavan versus Tipperary at 2pm in Kingspan, Breffney Park. It's a relegation battle here and the loser will be in the relegation semi-finals. At 7.15 in MW Higher O'More Park in Port Leash, it's Dublin up against Mayo. Both teams are through to the quarter-finals. In Group B, Armagh versus Monaghan at 2pm in the Athletic Rounds. A win for either side will see them through to the last eight. Group C at 1pm in Fitzgerald Stadium. It's Kerry versus Westmeath. Kerry defeated Galway last time out while Westmeath lost to Galway on Sunday. And Group D, Cork versus Waterford. That's 5pm in MW Higher O'More Park. It's a Munster derby. Waterford ran Donegal close the last time out while Cork need at least a point to advance to the last eight. On Sunday in the TG Carr 
All-Ireland Intermediate Championship quarterfinals. Leash versus Wicklow. No time or venue yet on that game. Leash impressed in their group stages while it was two wins out of three for Wicklow in their group including a good win over Connacht champions Leitrim, Tyrone and Wexford no time or venue yet for that one probably the pick of the games Tyrone down from senior while Wexford got to the intermediate final last year at 2pm in Bar, it's Clare versus Longford Clare were in Division 2 but were relegated and competed in the Connacht Championship where they were unbeaten Longford came through a tough group and defeated both Kildare and Roscommon. Also in Bar at four o'clock, it's Louth versus Roscommon. Louth had a fine win against Clare in their last game of the group stages, while mixed results in their group for Roscommon. In the TG Cahar All-Ireland Junior Championship Round 3, Group A, and both these games are at 2pm. In Celtic Park, Derry take on Fermanagh. Fermanagh are down from the intermediate grade, while Derry have struggled so far in the championship. And Carlo take on London at Netwatch Cullen Park. Carlo looking for three wins from three. So lots to look forward to next weekend. So until next week, slong a fall. 